0: Again, the doors close at four o'clock Pacific today. You can sign up at kathyhaar.com slash join. I cannot wait to spend 12 weeks with you and watch you become a master at manifesting the most gorgeous experiences and opportunities and abundance into your life.
1: If you even have the dream of helping people to begin with, that dream was planted inside you because you are meant to be the person that goes out in the world and fulfills it.
0: Thanks to Canva Pro for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Canva Pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. Get a free 45-day extended trial by going to canva.me slash dreamjob. Also thanks to Way. There's nothing more refreshing than hitting the reset button once in a while. If your hair is a little overdue for the same treatment, it's time for the clarifying detox shampoo from Way. Go to theweigh.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code dreamjob to get 15% off your entire purchase. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So before we get into today's awesome conversation, I want to let you know that I did a free workshop. It was called How to Find Your Dream Path. It was just a few weeks ago we did this live and in case you missed it, I wanted to give you the replay. So if you go to kathyheller.com slash workshop, you can watch it. I've been told from people it's, it's one of the best workshops that they've seen. They felt that I really, really, truly helped them. And I, I did feel like I was so, so present for it. You know, sometimes you're, you're doing what you do and you realize like, oh, okay. I think I really somehow found the right words and, and it really felt like it landed. There's a story I tell somewhere towards the middle where I started crying talking about Field of dreams. You'll see. I, I didn't even plan most of that. It just sort of came to me. If you want to watch it, just go to KathyHeller.com slash workshop. And this will help you figure out what are the steps to uncover your passion, to get paid to do the work that you love and just be in alignment with your, with your soul and to live on your terms. It was a beautiful time that evening. And I'm glad that we have it so that you can see the replay. And again, it's totally free to watch it. Go to KathyHeller.com slash workshop. So today's episode is fire. My dear friend Kelly Roach is back. She is a business strategist and coach for six, seven, and eight figure CEOs a best-selling author, she hosts one of the top marketing podcasts and if that wasn't enough, she's also the founder of the Human Family Foundation, the co-founder of the courageous brand, the Advanced Women's Expert Network and Social Sellers Academy. And let me just tell you, she is a force to be reckoned with. Kelly was on the show a couple of years ago. She shared her story then and her fundamental principles of creating unlimited success. It is just so good to be in her presence. Make sure you check out those other episodes after you listen to this one and also Go listen to her incredible podcast, The Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. She shares the truth about what it takes to grow a multi million dollar company, the strategies that are working, and the business principles that usually go unnoticed. She's had amazing guests on her show like Gary Vee, Ali Webb, Carrie Green, and I also had the honor of being on her show. So definitely take a listen. In this episode today, Kelly is gonna share how she built her eight figure business through live launches, and podcasting, which I know a lot of you are curious about. There are just so many nuggets of advice and incredible mic drops in here. So I hope that you're ready for that. Without further ado, please welcome the awesome Kelly Roach. Hi, Kelly Roach. Thank you so much for making the time to be here. Anytime I have the opportunity to hang out with you, Kathy, I'm never going to say no. <laughs> so for people who have not, for some reason, heard you on my show or your own podcast or any of the things, read your books, let's talk a little bit about where you come from. Because when I got to know you and understood how much you have put into play your own resourcefulness from where you came, I was completely blown away. I think it's one thing for people to maybe assume there was a little bit of a journey, but when you actually hear the reality of what you were raised with and how you have created something for your own daughter, that is just very different. I think it's really compelling. So let's talk about that so we can put this into context. So take us back to what that looked like for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I grew up probably with a story very similar to, to many others, right? So there were five kids in my family, one income cuz how do you put five kids in daycare obviously my parents whole income would <laughs> would be required to do that right so one income so we grew up we lived right you know right at right above the the poverty line right and you know it was a very interesting childhood because i had amazing loving parents who also fought every single day about money because we were always trying to figure out are we going to be a- Able to pay the bills, how are we going to pay the bills? You know, they're battling over what's getting paid and what's not, and you know, all of those things that you go through, right? And so it was it was a very interesting dynamic because I think the four most common words that I heard in my childhood growing up, besides the three most common ones, and I do want to give my parents credit where credit is due, I love you probably were first, and second to I love you was we can't afford it, right? So I grew up with this mantra. In my childhood of, no, we can't afford it. And it was literally the response to almost every single thing that, you know, as a child, you have so many ideas and so many big dreams and so many things you want to be and have and do. And it was this constant cycle, right? So for me, I'll never forget one day I was riding in my mom's hand-me-down big, extra large, oversized, wood-paneled station wagon, driving along with my mom. And I make a joke about something. And I'm like, and when we get, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what it was. And she started laughing. And she said, Kelly, and she was kidding. She said, Kelly, you can have anything you want in this life, as long as you're willing to do the work for it. And she'd been talking to the wrong girl because that literally flipped some kind of crazy person switch inside of me because it was in that moment that it's literally like my brain snapped. And I said, I am never going to accept we can't afford it forever for the rest of my life. I will just go do the work and create it, you know, if she says so. And at that point, it's like, your parents are everything, right? So I'm like, okay. So as soon as I can start working, you know, I'm the girl that has the three jobs. I get into college. I have six jobs. I mean, I was the girl in college that I was an NFL cheerleader. I was an aerobics instructor. I was a waitress and a babysitter all at the same time while going to school full time. But I loved it. I was loving life, Kathy. And, and I know you're, you're this kind of person, too, because when you realize that life is not about what you're handed or what you're given, but it's about what you can create. Right. And you realize that this is all just a game of resourcefulness. It was fun, right? So when I graduated, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I had no idea where I was going to go or whatever. I was like, you know what, I'm going to just get a communications degree. I love to talk to people. I'm not very good at math. I was failing math all the time. I'm like, what, what can I do that doesn't require this thing? And so I ended up getting into sales just because, you know, I was like, okay, I can figure out how to make some money. I can figure out how to make a difference, whatever. But, you know, fast forward to today, I I still think of that moment in the car with my mom because there were so many times growing up. I mean, listen, I was on the free lunch line, right? I was always in the hand-me-downs. I was always everything. I remember going to cheer camp and being so embarrassed, you know, having all the generics. It was just... It was, it was just a constant element of every moment of my childhood. And now fast forward today, run an eight figure company. I have four businesses. That's one of the companies. That's my original one. I run a philanthropic foundation that's a hundred percent dedicated to giving back and just doing projects in the world that impact and make a difference for people. And, you know, I look back and I'm like, wow, we say this so often, but every single thing that we go through in our lives that we think, that we think in the moment is a handicap is actually our greatest asset in accomplishing our goals and dreams. And I'm so thankful for all of those you know, times where it was like, no, we can't afford it because it, it set that fire inside of me to say, it's not only, yes, I can and I will, but I'm going to now dedicate my life to teaching others how to do the same and to role model that for my family while giving back and making a difference and hopefully inspiring Madison, my seven-year-old daughter, to
0: see that anything's possible for her too. It's so incredible. And not only have you dreamed such beautiful big dreams, but you have helped so many people to go ahead and do it. And there's something about you. There is such a strength in you and such a goodness. You have such a kind, authentic, and yet like fierce personality that I would put my money on you. If there's anything you ever say, like, I'm going to do this, like, it's done. It's already done, including you're the only person I know who doesn't just give money to philanthropic causes. You spend an equal amount of time focusing on an entire organization that you've built and you make that part of your priority like that is equal parts, like I'm going to work on this business. I'm going to work on this philanthropy. I'm also going to be a mom. Like the fact that that became something that you want, nobody asked you, right? It's not like somebody's looking for that when they're signing up for programs or being a part of anything. It's like, this is really important to you and you wouldn't do it otherwise, which I think says just so much about you. You're the only person I know that's really doing that. Not like kind of doing it to check the box, really doing it. Mm There was a time when you were in sales and there was a time when you left your job. And as you know, I think one of the things that everyone on this call, everyone who's listening to the podcast, everybody here wants to live life on their terms. They want to become their own boss. And so when you left, what was the breaking point? And then how on earth did you figure out how to begin down the path of what now seems like 15,000 steps later?
1: Yeah, great question. Gosh, there's so much there. Um, so given that there was a lot of money stuff there that I had worked for a decade to escape from. And I had finally, (laughs) finally escaped from it. You know, when I decided to start my business, I did not quit my job right away. And so what that meant was I was up at five in the morning working on my business and I was out in my little Jeep Liberty doing sales calls on my lunch break. And I was doing coaching calls at seven and eight o'clock at night to get my business off the ground because I made a promise to myself that I was going to Grow my business on the side until it exceeded my then senior vice president income working for a Fortune 500, which is not an easy feat, by the way. I, I built my business to almost seven figures while I was working full time. And I think that was again one of the greatest gifts for me as a coach because i think that there is an illness in the world of entrepreneurship of burnout and working 80 hours a week and i never had the luxury of doing that because i i was working a job so i had to learn how to build my business in really small pockets of time and to do it essentially in 20 hours a week or less and i did that until it was a seven figure business essentially and So I talk a lot about building a family first business and I've always had a company that has allowed for that because I learned those boundaries and I learned that discipline because I was working full-time and building the business on the side. And, and I think that was one of the greatest gifts of my life because I think some of, the people with the greatest calling that need the opportunity to have their voices heard and to be discovered in this world are people that are parents. They are women running a home. They are women that are in a full time job right now. They don't have this neat, perfect glass castle that they're operating from. It's messy, it's chaotic. There's a lot of balls in the air. Uh, it, it's not a situation where you can drop everything else in your life and go build the stream business. It's like, and and so for me that was a really great gift because it's woven into everything that I teach, and I believe that there's no point in building a successful revenue-driven business if it doesn't allow you to put. What matters most, the people that you love as your number one priority in your life. And so for me, there were a lot of things leading up to, to starting the business. I mean, I experienced just a lot of a lot of crazy stuff in my corporate journey that led to starting my own business and, and probably you know the stories and experiences that a lot of us have had, but I just knew I was meant for more. You know, I I just knew, I said, I'm going to die like this. My gifts are never going to come out. Like I'm never, I I was just, I felt like my heart was going to explode and and my brain was fizzling away because I wasn't living up to the expectation of the God-given talent that I knew I was put here for. And that was, I think the final push for me, like, oh my God, like I could die and never use the gifts that I was put here for, you know?
0: And what I love about you, Kelly, is like, you didn't just go ahead and do that. You are unrelenting with telling other people, come with me now. Yes. You're meant for more. Like I think of you, I, and I, it's so easy to picture her as an NFL cheerleader because the <laughs> amount of enthusiasm, I told you this, that you have can literally power Times Square. Like when you're in and you're locked and loaded It's so infectious, it's so contagious in the best way that I feel you coming for me. I feel you like, sorry, I'm I'm pulling you with my life force here, out of your resistance, let's go. And you've done it over and over and over again. I'm not really surprised knowing your vibration that you could build an almost seven figure business while working that job. What is that step? Like when you were working the job and you're building the runway, if you could boil it down to the most important thing that you had to then go do in the evenings, what is it and how do you do it so well? How can we take a page from your book and do it well?
1: Yeah. So the thing is, is when you're building a business, it's really easy to use the excuse of, of doing a lot of things in place of doing the things that are uncomfortable And that's what keeps us up. And when you think about building a business, there's really only three things. There's connecting with people, there's engaging them, continuing and building a relationship, and then there's converting them, right? Everything that we do leads back to only one of three things. So here we are entrepreneurs spending six months on the website and then another eight months on niching down and then another 17 months on (laughs) (laughs) this. And it's, it's, it's like, oh my God, All you have to do is go talk to people. And and the biggest piece of advice that I give any starting entrepreneur today is release the focus on me and I and really try to get completely attached to being of service in the world. Because imperfect action, and again, coming back to connect, engage, convert, and literally what is, if you're like, but Kelly, what do you mean by that? I mean, go live. I mean, send social media messages. I mean, go be a guest on podcasts. I mean, go create your own podcast. I mean, go do exactly what you see Kathy and I doing right now, which we're both connecting and engaging at the same time. So connect, engage, convert. Everything else is noise. And why? Why do we let ourselves get caught up in the noise? We let ourselves get caught up in the noise because it's uncomfortable. When we're building our own business for the very first time and we're talking about ourselves, it's uncomfortable. When we have to go on and say our bio and tell our story and talk about our product or our program or who we are or whatever, all the imposter syndrome comes up. And so I think the, the most important mindset that will help any entrepreneur get to the next level. And I don't care if you're at eight figures and you want to go to nine, that's what I'm working on right now. And and I can tell you my mindset is still the same today in this area that it was when I was starting. Or if you're at zero and you have a dream of starting your business one day, focus on being of service. Every day, wake up and say to yourself, how can I be of service to the world? How can I use my gifts and honor him who gave them to me? And that literally is the catalyst of when I wake up and I get out of bed in the morning every single day, I I ask myself, how am I going to show up in, connect and engage with people in a way that honors the God-given gifts that I was lucky enough to receive? There are people that couldn't be on this microphone talking to you right now, Kathy. There are people that couldn't be doing what we do for whatever reason, that don't have the capability mentally, physically, whatever it is. So if you're able to do it, Get out there, get out there and do it. So stop letting the noise and the excuses and the stories of all the other things that you could have and would have and should have, and start focusing on connecting, engaging, converting. And that's when you're going to see your your idea turn into something legitimate, something real, something that you can begin to count on, that you can begin to not only just imagine the life that you want to create with your family, but actually see that come to fruition.
0: Oh my God. It's so good connection and engaging and converting and like that. You're so right. It's because noodling on the website feels like a big safe haven from having to go talk to another human. And you said something real fast, but I think it's important to zero in on you were like, cause imperfect action is better than sitting there idle. Right? So what does that mean that the, and you've coached thousands and thousands of people What gets us off the bench and into the game when it does feel like that action will be imperfect? And it's so hard to do something when you know for for a fact, you don't have the confidence yet. You don't feel ready yet. And like you said, the creator of the world, whatever you want to call it, God, universe, whatever, you have gifts. You said that, right? You knew that. You said I was made for more because my gifts were inside of me, right? So those gifts, but when you know that you're not at a place where you feel confident about even what you're doing, how then do you help people do that?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is to remember, instead of saying, I'm nervous to do this because I won't do it well, or I'm nervous to do this because it might not be perfect, or I'm nervous to do this because I'm not even sure I can do it the right way yet, flip that mindset around and say, I am going to do this and I'm going to do it perfectly imperfect. Perfectly imperfect because guess what? No one wants to do business with a Barbie doll. No one wants to do business with a plastic mannequin. No one wants to do business with some fake person. They want to do business with someone that they feel has a soul and a heart and, and has an energetic vibration of, oh my gosh, this person has experienced things in their life. I connect with this human being. They're not sitting there with their checklist evaluating. Did she correctly punctuate at the end of that first sentence during her live stream? No, they're sitting there and saying, does this person have a heart? Do I trust this person? Is this person well-intentioned? What is the energy that this person makes me feel when I interact with them? And so instead of being nervous that it's going to be imperfect, assume that everything you do will be imperfect and it's better that way. It's better that way because that's the only way that people say, hey, you're a human just like me. Hey, you're a mom just like I am. Hey, you struggled with with trauma or you struggled with stress or you struggled with this in your background. Hey, so did I but you know what? You got there. You're coming back to talk about it and you're giving
0: me hope and you're inspiring me that maybe I can do that one day too. Okay. Let's go. Oh, M G. Can you all write these things down? So many mic drops. Nobody wants to do business with a Barbie doll. It's better that way. People want to do business with people that they feel they can trust that they feel it's a feeling, right? You know how many times you've seen something and you're like, even you've curated this, it's perfect. You look perfect. I don't even like it that it's this perfect. My spidey senses tell me something is off. You have to feel it. And that's the thing. Kelly was the person who said to me, you know, Kath, it'd be so fun if like we could connect with more of us like female entrepreneurs. And and I said, you know what? That's such a great idea. And like literally 10 minutes later, I reached out to our mutual friends and some people that 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 she maybe didn't know. And I was like, we should all get together. And we just loved each other and people cried and laughed. And it was, you gave me that gift because you were like, don't you think we all just need a place sometimes where we can fall apart or we can get support. And you are so that person, which is why it always translates. This conversation is so good. Before we keep going, we're just going to thank our sponsors. We just moved back to L.A. and we had to do a lot of decluttering and cleaning out our house in Florida, and I have to say there's nothing more refreshing than hitting the reset button once in a while. If your hair is a little overdue for the same treatment, it's time for the Clarifying Detox Shampoo from Way. Just use it once a week to neutralize product buildup, oil, dirt, and hard water from your hair and scalp without stripping away moisture. They use a combination of apple cider vinegar and keratin to exfoliate and balance your scalp, plus it smooths frizz and creates a lustrous shine. And it's great for all hair types, even hair treated with keratin, chemical, color, or a Brazilian blowout. After traveling back and forth between LA and Florida, my hair needed a serious reset, so I was super thankful to have the detox shampoo from Way. Now my hair doesn't just look shinier and smoother, but it feels a lot healthier and refreshed. And it seems like it's such a small thing, but that can really make such a difference in how I show up in my day-to-day. You know how hair is. It's everything. When you're ready to undo some damage, hit the reset button with the Way Detox Shampoo. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code DREAMJOB to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code dreamjob. I want to give a huge thank you to Canva Pro for supporting our show. Canva Pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. Designing with Canva Pro is super fast, easy, and fun to use. I've been a longtime user of Canva because I love their thousands of professionally made templates that are easily customizable. Plus, they have a huge library of premium fonts, photos, videos, and more elements that just let me add my own style. You can get all this and more with a Canva Pro subscription. For just $12.99 a month, you and up to four teammates can unlock Canva Pro and stay on top of team projects with a simple organizing system that allows you to share, edit and comment in real time. And with Canva Pro's content planner, you're going to save time planning, creating and posting social media content too. Our Canva Pro account has been such a real game changer. In fact, all the graphics you see on my social media, like on Instagram at kathy.heller were created with Canva Pro. Also making sizzle reels, workbooks and slideshows. We're, We're doing all of that on there. And guess what? No one on my team has a background in design. And I have to say it all looks pretty, pretty good. Wow your audience with Canva Pro, the easiest way to create presentations, get a free 45 day extended trial by going to canva.me slash dream job. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash dream job to get your free 45 day extended trial. So you said before, and people are, they touched on it because they heard it. You said go live. Now that is something that you more than anybody else, you walk the walk. Kelly will say, oh my God, <laughs> that's what you need to do. I love it. And I have taught myself to love the parts I don't love. And let's go. Let's talk about being live. Let's talk about why you have that relationship to going live and why you think it's so important that people learn to change the way they think about being live. Thank you so much for bringing up this topic. You're
1: you're so good, Kathy. Yeah. and, And I actually think this is really important for us to spend time on because number one, first of all, The ability to live stream is the greatest gift that's ever been given to entrepreneurs that want to create a life and and be able to build a business around their family. So I came from doing outside sales, just to bring us back for a quick second as to why I have such immense gratitude for live streaming and why I think that the mindset and the entrepreneurial space needs to change so much. So I went into the office every day and every day I would spend about four hours making cold calls in the morning. And then in the afternoon I would get in my car and I would just slept from business to business to so 30 businesses a day. And I would not return to that office until I got a job order. Okay. Until I had an order from a client. So we're talking about literally sweating in the, ca- in the car, you know, going business to business, cold calling people. I mean, all the things that people like roll in their grave, avoiding doing. And When I started my business, there was no live streaming. There was video on social media, and I started using that. And when live streaming came about, I was like, wait a minute. So you're telling me I can reach people around the globe 24 hours a day, seven days a week for free, even if I have a day job and I have to do it while Madison is sleeping on her nap. This is freaking insane. Like I knew instantly when live streaming came about that this was the game changer of all game changers. I mean, there could not be something that a human being could put in the palm of our hand to make it faster, easier, or more efficient to build a multi million dollar business from home. And I mean, that's exactly what I did. And I have four companies now and all four of them live streaming and social media are the primary platform that we use to build. And I still never miss one of my daughter's things and I still get to be at her gymnastics class every week. And I still have date night with my husband every week. And I still go to the beach every night. I escaped Pennsylvania and I came down to Florida with you, Kathy, so that every night we can go to the beach. And all of this is possible because of live streaming. So to your point, Kathy, because the mindset around live streaming is like, it's hard. I don't want to do it. It's exhausting. I don't think it's for me. What we do is we do countless hours of other work instead where we could just do a freaking live stream and make a hundred grand I had someone, I was sitting in a room, and I'll tell a quick story. And actually, it has a great ending. So, I'm in a mastermind that I'm in, and I'm sitting around the table with a group of, of seven figure entrepreneurs, a few eight figure entrepreneurs. And we're having this conversation, and they're talking about how their businesses, like they're working so hard to grow, and they're really, they're kind of hitting a wall, right? Like they get to seven figures and they can't keep growing and they can't figure out why, and blah, 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 blah. And I start talking about live streaming and live launch and these things. And I'm like, you've guys I'm like you could literally work you could go live you know nine times 45 minutes a time and you could make like a hundred grand a session and and they're talking blah 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 and they're like I don't want to go live and and I'm like so you're telling me that if you got paid a hundred thousand dollars an hour to sit and show up and serve people that that isn't worth it to you and everyone just kind of stopped and it got really quiet and they're like okay okay Okay, teach us the live launch, right? And now they're all converted and they're all doing the live launch and they're growing their businesses by six and seven, multiple seven-figure leaps, like in one fell swoop. But that's the crazy thing. Kathy, you're highlighting the exact point I was making earlier, which is that as entrepreneurs, we'll do 100 hours of work over here to avoid the one-hour work over here that just gets the job done. I cannot tell you how many times. I remember, so I've had a lot of medical stuff with my parents and a lot of, you know, trauma and all that kind of stuff, which I'm sure all of you guys do too. I remember being on the way to the hospital and literally like being pulled over on the side of the road, like doing video, trying to like sell and close business on the way to the hospital. Like but but that's the thing, guys, is that we don't live in glass castles. We live in a three ring circus. So you might as well have a tool that equips you to be able to make millions of dollars while you manage the three ring circus. Is anybody with me on
0: that? Oh, Kelly like that- Roach. Oh, my God. You are just like, you are literally a shot. It's like a better than in the IV drip, drip with all of the immunity boost. It's you. I'm telling you, I said it before. She could power a freaking city. It's so true. Three ring circus. I've never heard it. It's so true. I've never heard you say that, but I love it.
1: Right. So, so guys, my, my big thing is live streaming is the greatest gift that will ever be put in the palm of your hand that for free, you can reach people from around the world that want and need what you have to offer. And guess what? People say they get nervous about going live. All you're doing is sharing. And again, I think the biggest thing is it's ego. It's ego that keeps us in the, in the idea of me or the idea of getting on a live stream and, and trying to be perfect or, or having notes or, or following a session. Show up and serve. Ask yourself how you can make a difference. Ask yourself how you can touch one freaking person today. And if you do that, guess what? As you're thinking about that one human life, that you want to impact that one human life that you want to make a difference for, you're going to find that all of a sudden, if you keep showing up day one, you might have zero in your live stream. Day five, you might have one on your live stream. Day 500, you're going to have 100 on your live stream. Day 1,000, it's going to be multiple hundreds. And pretty soon you're going to have this snowball because there aren't many people that have the attitude of showing up and asking themselves, how can I touch one human life today? How can I be of service? How can I make a difference? When you show up in that way, your light radiates at such a level that you are undeniable. You're freaking undeniable, guys. And it's not perfect ever. It's never about being perfect. I don't try to be perfect. Why? Why try? I would rather people love me for who I am and be attracted to a human being. Cause I'm not going to be perfect consistently. So if I show up perfect one time and then you realize, Oh wait, she's not actually that person. How's that going to work out?
0: hundred <laughs> percent. This is such straight fire. And the truth is I have lived this my very first live stream. I was pregnant with my daughter. Who's turning five in September before that I was writing music for 10 years. I would fly to Minnesota. Not everyone knows this Minnesota has a ton of ad agencies because targets there and a lot of General Mills and all that stuff. So I would fly to Minnesota, San Francisco, New York City, meet with ad agencies, selling songs, one song at a time, getting a project, getting a submission to Hasbro, Mattel, Nike, whatever it was, and hopefully hoping that every year I would get eight songs licensed. Each song would be fifty, seventy thousand dollars. But like I had to not just drive to those sales calls; I had to get on a plane. With my children, by the way, I was taking my kids with me and my sister, bless her heart, would sometimes come watch them in a hotel room. Like it was not a joke. Then I started to do the yes and of like, what if I taught people how to do what I'm doing for music? Maybe I could teach a class. Taught a class online. First time ever even using the software. Didn't know what I was doing. Pregnant belly, not a single slide. Kelly and I just go right to camera. We're just like, hey, here we are. Hotmess.com, here for it. Showed up that night, $147,000 came into PayPal. My program was 997. Didn't know what I was doing. Six months later, launched it again, $441,000. Then I started a podcast. Then I started teaching other classes from anything I've ever launched. A podcasting course, the music program, the accelerator I used to do. I've done so many things besides me to do this. At this point, It's multi-seven figures every freaking time. And still, my peers will say to me, you work too hard. Going live is just, it's so much stress. It's so exhausting. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you joking? What do you do all day long? I seriously can set a clock to it. If I go live, like you said, what did she just say before? Because it's undeniable. Mm -hmm. When you see someone live, there's no hidden strings in there. Like, you know, this person's not dubbing something in. And when you get that feeling of that person's energy, it's okay that you don't have the perfect slides. It's no one's measuring it on that. It's this connection you can make with people. And guess what guys, it's half of a half of a 1% of human beings that are going to go live. So I love Kelly. You literally inspire me. I watch almost every one of your live launches and she (laughs) PS tell them how often you live launch
1: uh yeah like every six to eight weeks right way more than I do yeah and I mean I'll take 12 weeks a year off I vacation with my people will say oh Kelly you never take off you never vacation I said no I'm not an influencer that needs to be on my phone the whole time I'm on vacation because I actually have a business that allows me to turn
0: my phone off there's a difference And you know what, you guys, she's really telling the truth, (laughs) like your family time. I know when you guys go on vacation, it is sacrosanct. You put a white light around it. You are protecting it. Okay. So let me ask you this question because I think people are pretty fired up right now. Mm -hmm. I work with so many of the same kinds of good-hearted, talented people that you do and here comes the big train of resistance. Here's where it is. They might be willing to get on board to serve because those are the kinds of people that we are talking to right now. But when it comes to day three or day four, or day five, whenever it is that they're gonna decide to offer the thing, oh God, literally backpedal all day, can't really lean in, so scared, I'm gonna throw, I get the message, I'm gonna vomit, I'm gonna throw up, I can't sell, I can't do this. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you're denying people the gift, right? Yes. Can you please just pour into us a little bit around how to reframe the the moment of sale and how to do it right? Yes, absolutely.
1: So when you pivot into your invitation, and I always call it an invitation because you're inviting people to the greatest party in the world. Think about it from the <laughs> standpoint of When they come into your world, you are going to rock their freaking world. You are going to offer them the transformation of a lifetime. The thing that has been eluding them for their entire life, you are offering them a one-way ticket to achieving their dreams. Write it down. You are offering them the best invitation to the best party in the world because you're offering a one-way ticket to achieving their dreams. Now, if you genuinely believe that you are here to make a difference. If you genuinely believe that you are here to serve, which I know all of you do, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be hanging out with Kathy freaking Heller if you weren't here to make a difference. She's the matriarch of this. This is what she does. She helps people find their calling. That's why you're here, right? So if you believe that you're here to be of service, then are you being of service? If you build people up, get them all excited, get them all rallied about what they can do and what they can be and where they can go and what they can do. And then you're just like, and see ya, go figure out on your own how you're going to do it. Is that actually being of service? Is it actually fulfilling your greatest potential? If you lead people and you point them to where you can take them, but you're not willing to actually bring them with you. You're not willing to actually tuck them under your arm and say, and here's how we bring this full circle. Here's how we actually are going to partner together and link arms and stick together and work together until you achieve that big goal, that big dream, that big result that matters so much to you. And so again, we get nervous, we get anxiety, we get overwhelmed, we get scared to make the offer when we're thinking about ourselves. We need to think about being of service to others. If you're here to be of service to others, which you don't get into a service-based business unless you want to make a difference, unless you believe that you know something that can change another human being's life. And if you're not extending the invitation to that party and you're keeping that to yourself, are you living out your potential? Are you living out and exercising the gifts that you've been given? And the answer is no. Quite frankly, the answer is no.
0: It's so good. And it is the complete reframe, right? It's not about you. It's about them. Here's the two ways that it becomes about us that I think every person I've ever met needs help teasing out. There are two huge lies and they are everywhere. And one of the lies is I am not enough. So when you just said that, I don't believe you that I could really know that to be true that I can tuck people under my arms and say, let's go. And the other thing which we can touch on second, because these are both important and I want to give you time to answer both is it's not possible. And the reason it's not possible is the lie is because there is such a feeling of scarcity mindset that no one has the money to pay, right? Like there were people in my life Everywhere who said to me, Do you think songwriters have a thousand dollars? Songwriters are bare, that's not the population, that's not the demographic that is like crushing life, right? They're like baristas, they're trying to figure it out. They have like, What are you talking about? I'm like, I hear you. I got it, right? And I have a completely different way of looking at that. So I'm just going to keep saying over here, but that was unique, right? So those are the two things. I don't believe I'm enough. And second, I believe so much that it's not possible because the scarcity that I see, no customer is there. Tell me about how we start to completely, not just reframe it, but get on board with not necessarily believing those things and changing it around.
1: Yes, definitely. Well, first let's start with the easy one. That's just like, do your research and it's facts, right? And that is the scarcity mindset around people not paying, right? There are more people in your market that want and need what you offer then you and your competitors combined could ever possibly serve that's just fact that's just fact there's 7 billion people on the planet and when you think about how many customers does it make to, does it take to create a seven figure business what maybe a couple hundred So you're telling me that on planet earth with 7 billion people, there aren't a few hundred people that are going to pay you what you want to charge for the service that you have to offer that just those facts don't add up. So we need to not like defy common sense and we have to bring ourselves back to reality from that standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. Then we get to the harder one, which is really that deep worthiness. And to me, here's the thing. If you even have the dream of helping people to begin with, that dream was planted inside you because you are meant to be the person that goes out in the world and fulfills it. You wouldn't recognize the need in the world for what it is that you have to offer. If you weren't also the flip side, the other side of that coin is you see the need in the world. And the flip side is, is it's your job to go out and fulfill that need. It's your job to show up and to walk the walk and talk the talk and lead people through that transformation, right? I think that that worthiness, that, that fear a lot of times stems from, but I have no audience, but I have no followers, but I'm no one online, but I'm starting from zero. I'm coming from corporate. I don't even have a social media profile. And it's, it's so important to remember Everyone that ever did anything started exactly where you are right now. I'm going to say it again. Everyone who ever did anything started from exactly where you are right now. In fact, most of you listening to this today are probably way ahead of where a lot of us started when we began this journey. And can I tell a really quick story, Kathleen? Please, please. I want to tell a quick story because I think this will help everyone. So I have a podcast. It's called The Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. Right now, as of today, it has about 750 episodes, seven, five, zero, okay? The show is six years old. When I started the show, I, I turned to my my first employee that I ever hired. She still works for me today. She's a vice president of my company now. And I said to her, 15 years from now, this is gonna be the number one podcast in marketing. Now, Now, hear me. Did I say five minutes from now? Did I say five years from now? Did I say five months from now? No, I said, what did I say? 15 years. 15 years I said it was going to be. And so here's the best part. So I was super excited about this podcast that we were launching. And Stephanie and I recorded a video to announce the podcast. And I never went and checked. I'm not the kind of person, like, I don't really go back and check my social to see, like, Did I get comments? Did I get likes? Whatever. And about a year ago, I was trying to make a point to my team, Kathy, about taking imperfect action. And we were having a conversation very similar to this conversation we're having today. And I was trying to encourage them to fail. And I was trying to explain how like you start from nowhere and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I said, I'm going to go back and I'm going to find that video. Okay. So I go back and I find that video. I want you to guess how many likes and how many comments I had on that video on my social media, because it's still there today. And I went back and checked. Zero. And guess what? That podcast now is in the top 0.1% of all podcasts of the 2 million podcasts that are on the air. And it's usually in and around the top 13 in all of marketing. Okay. So I want you all to realize, and I pulled that video and I showed my team and I said, and here's your example of why you don't make decisions based on where you are. You make decisions based on where you want to be. When I released the announcement about that podcast, no one cared. No one cared. They're like, cool, whatever. Um, no one was even following my page. Where was the audience? There wasn't one, right? Fast forward to today. Where are we? Fast forward to tomorrow, where will we be? You don't make decisions based off of, well, I don't have the audience today. Well, I don't have the followers today. Well, no one's gonna comment or like it. I'm embarrassed. I don't have the people. No, you don't make decisions about where you are. You make decisions based on where you want to be. Where do you wanna be five years from now? Where do you wanna be 15 years from now? Will you even allow yourself to play in that playground with me for a moment? Will you allow yourself to breathe the energy of, it doesn't need to be five minutes from now. I can enjoy the journey. I can enjoy growing. I can enjoy learning. It doesn't have to be perfect because the first 15 times I probably don't even have any listeners.
0: You guys get it? Oh my God. It's so good. Okay, I have a few more questions to ask you, but first I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts. Have you listened to the Purpose Show podcast from Ali Kazaza? I love it so much and I think you will too. Ali is a chart-topping podcaster, the author of Declutter Like a Mother, which releases September 7th, and she runs a multi-million dollar business helping women lighten their lives. If you're ready for things to start feeling lighter, ready to take your time back, ready to create space to enjoy life and pursue your passion, then you have to listen to the Purpose Show. Ali packs every episode with life-giving inspiration and practical tips for clearing the physical and metaphorical clutter in our homes, lives, and businesses so that you can live an abundant life. Go to alliecazaza.com slash Kathy. That's A L L I E C A S A Z Z A acom slash Kathy to find my episode on The Purpose Show and get a free clear on your calling workbook and training. So here's the next question, which I alluded to, but I want to ask it in a more, in a in deeper way so we can unpack it. So let's say people can get on board with like, okay, I'm going to have this resilience, this new mindset, and I'm going to lean in and I'm going to be able to invite people to this invitation, this sale. There is a way in which even if you are passionate, people won't necessarily always buy because they're confused because there are things that have to happen that you and I have both learned along the way where the promise is clear where you've set it up, where people know when to take action by. And I yeah. think that what happens is people think it's one or the other, either I'm a nice person who sells in a nice way, or I've become some bro marketer. And now I'm using like sleazy sales yeah. tactics. It's like, no, yeah. it's not sleazy sales yeah. tactics, right? Yeah. There's a reason why Bloomingdale's has a sale, Bed Bath Meon Beyond has a catalog. There's a reason why things are a certain way and there's clarity and you know how to make the call to action. Tell us about that. What makes it work? Yeah. So I think
1: when you think about selling in a powerful way, I want you to think about the power of conviction. And I want you to ask yourself how committed you are to helping people cross that bridge of transformation. Because when I sell, there is no person in the world, whether they buy from me or not, There's no person in the world that doesn't believe that I will burn at the stake for the rest of my life to help entrepreneurs achieve financial freedom. And that is because of my conviction, the conviction that you have about who you are, who you are called to serve, the difference that you're here to make. You have to, of course, have strategy in the way that you sell. But at the end of the day, 85% of communication is nonverbal most of what people are getting when you're making a pitch, when you're selling to them, it is them picking up on energetically. And ready? Lean in and listen to what I'm about to say. Do you believe what you're saying? Do you believe what you're saying? Why do entrepreneurs struggle to sell? Because they don't believe what they're saying. Because energetically, they are unsure. And so the energy that the person that is interacting with them feels is, hmm, I'm also unsure, right? Because in that moment, they are relying on you to have absolute certainty because they are innately uncertain. That's why they're interacting with you. They're interacting with you because they're like, hey, I'm not where I want to be in this area of life. I'm unsure as to how I can get to where I want to be in this area of life. And I think you might be the person that can help me get there. Now, here you come along, and if your body language and your eye contact and your energy and how you lean in and how you're communicating and your voice intonation says, I'm also not sure, guess what? There ain't going to be a lot of transactions in the bank account. But if you don't have a perfect pitch and you're not following a script, and maybe you're pretty new to selling, but you show up and your energy says, F yes. And you show up and your energy is like, it's your loss if you don't get in here with me and join this party right now, because these people got it going on and this is what's happening for them because they made the choice to say yes to themselves. And you show up and, and that energy is you believing in your own self. They will then have something to anchor into. They will then have something to believe in. But again, it is that fear. It is that uncertainty. And you might say, well, Kelly, Of course I have fear. Of course I have uncertainty. It's a new offer. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing this for the first time. We all had a a new offer. We all had a time where we were doing this for the first time. And what I would say to that is the only way you will move from fear and uncertainty and your body language, maybe having a little of uncertainty in it is practice. And I know that's what no one wants to hear but that is the honest to God truth. And I talk about it every day. Train for your business like an athlete trains for their sport, because guess what? If you want to be the best in the world at what you do and you want to be in the 1%, which I'm guessing all of you do to earn in the 1%, you have to be willing to do what 99% of people aren't doing, which is called practice, right? It's practicing. It's running the drills. It's showing up. It's making your offer over and over again so that you go from being awkward and uncertain and a little fearful and not really sure to finally crossing that bridge to clarity, certainty, definiteness of purpose, conviction, right? To where even if your words aren't perfect, they're picking up what you're putting out because your energy alone is saying yes, 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 and yes,
0: right? It's straight fire. It's honestly straight fire. And I had Gary Zukav on the podcast recently, who Oprah says was her favorite guest of all time. I think he was on the show more than any other human being. He wrote this book, Seed of the Soul, and a million other things. And he just said to me the other day, Kelly, like in his in his spiritual quest on this earth, what he has found is we all know there's something called cause and effect. And he said the effect is always created not by the means or by what you use; it's the intention. Yep. The intention creates the effect. The intention creates the effect. So listen to that again. If you want to be the best mother and you don't at this moment know that you have all the mindfulness tools in your belt and the right perfect house and the perfect bluff where they can go skipping stones, but your intention, your intention is pure. The conviction is there. It's as good as done. If you want to sell, and you don't know for sure what all the widgets are and how you're going to have a fast action bonus and how that thing is going to work with your clothes cart and all of that stuff, which Kelly and I did not know either the first six times we did what we did. Yeah. But your conviction is there. I am living proof of that. Like everything I do Is only that I feel like, and everything else comes second and third and ninth and 12th, and it doesn't even matter to me. You know what you say, Kelly, that I I credit you for, and I say it and I love it. You always say, when they zig, you zag. (laughs) And I say it over and over and over again because guess what, you guys? That's what most people want to sell you. They want to show you how to do the perfect funnel, they want to teach you how to have all this stuff. And it's like, no one cares. No one cares about that, right? they want to see what's actually the real stuff. And I want to go now to the, to ask a question about what you just said, the point you just made, which is practice. And the thing that you've said so many times is the reason you suggest that people live launch six to eight weeks, every six to eight weeks is because you have to get good at it. Not only do you have to get good at it, but it gives the world consistent reminders. This is who she is. This is what she does. This is who she does it for. Now, when people have lived their life, which is most people and set themselves up to fail by saying the following, unless I have an immediate ROI, I will hit the dip and I will bail, right? I'm out. Yeah. What do you tell people when it's very painful to have an expectation. And then Kelly's your coach and she's like, so when's your next one? And you're like, you don't understand. Four people showed up, nobody bought. And you're like, okay, so when's the next one? Because I just need to know the day. <laughs> what do you say to those people to get them back on the bike? Yeah.
1: I mean, so, so here's the thing, right? In, in life, we're all going to struggle through some type of pain, right? You're going to have only one or the other. And that is you're going to go through the pain, of doing the work to create the life that you want, or you're going to have the pain of giving up and settling for the life you already have that you're already not satisfied with. And so you only got one or the other, and you have to decide, are you willing to accept where you are for the rest of your life? Are you willing to enjoy this pain of regret, of stagnation, of whatever it is that you're feeling, being, experiencing that you're not happy with already? None of us are happy Listen life. And Tony Robbins said this, and I I remember this from 15 years ago. He said, you know, living is making progress, right? Mm -hmm. The thing that brings ultimate happiness is progress. We want to grow. We want to learn. We want to expand. We want to become more. All humans are driven by that. We Mm -hmm. all require that. And when that stops, what happens? Our whole life goes backwards. Our health declines, our mental state declines, all those things. So sure, you can say my launch failed. I had four people there. I didn't make any sales and I want to give up. And okay, are you happy staying where you are? You happy staying where you are? Are you, are you willing to accept this as your final death sentence? Like, is this is this it? Is this going to be it then? Or it's like, oh, okay, you did something once and you weren't good at it. In what area of life, no, 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 this is what's always confused me. And this is what I don't understand about the world of entrepreneurship. In what area of life do we do something once and think, not only are we going to do it well the first time, but we're going to make hundreds, if not millions of dollars doing it well the first time we do it. In what area of life do we do something five times or even 10 times and experience that outcome? that that's just not the natural progression of life that's not the natural progression of anything right and yet we put that expectation on launching which is both an art and a science that anyone can learn absolutely anyone can learn if they're willing to do the work the work will work for you but that means running drills because the 10,000 hour rule says it takes 10,000 hours 10,000 hours to master something Let's forget mastery for a minute. Let's say, what if you're like Kelly? I don't want to master launching. I just want to get good enough to make money. Okay, let's cut it down to a thousand hours. If you're only on camera a couple hours each launch, it's going to take a little while, right? So, I think I think the easiest thing. If you have the desire to build and grow a business online and to do something really magnificent with your life and to make a meaningful difference for your family and to be able to have the freedom to live a life that you love while showing up as a caring, high integrity person that gives back and makes a difference, it's really going to come down to every day asking yourself, how can I use the gifts I've been given How can I challenge myself to be a little bit better than I was yesterday? How can I make sure that the only person I'm competing with is the person that I was yesterday? How do I show up and do the work that's required in a natural progression to get good at this thing that I desire to obtain results from? And I think sometimes we have like an override button in entrepreneurship where we don't expect the things that are required in every other area
0: of life to apply to growing our businesses, right? Mm. It's so true. It's so good. I mean, it's absolute medicine. You are so incredible what you do. I want to ask you one last thing. And you talked about it before, how much you told that story that was so beautiful. You love this podcast. This podcast has helped you grow. Let's just to hear you say why for you, it's been this way. Why connect the dots? Why does that podcast lead to growing your business? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let's go back to the very beginning of our conversation. And I hope this will close the loop for everyone listening. You know, Kathy, you asked if you were going to narrow it down for entrepreneurs and say, hey, this, these are just the two or three things you need to do to grow. I said, connect, engage, convert. And a podcast is not only have goosebumps, look at this, Sahara standing up on my arms because your podcast is your legacy, It is your private thoughts that are in your heart and in your mind that you share with the world behind a microphone from the privacy of your own home. And it is your number one way to connect, to engage. And ultimately, if you choose to convert people into your best customers, your best highest paying customers. It's so interesting because there's all different ways that you can use a podcast. For me, You could go to almost every one of my hundreds and hundreds of clients, and I would say probably 90% of them will say either they started by listening to my podcast or they found me on another podcast, and then they started listening to the podcast. It all ties back to the podcast. So many people are like, how do I get a sponsor? How do I get millions of listeners? How do I do this? How do I get people to convert? And they're missing the whole point. Focus on connection. Focus on engagement. Focus on adding value. Focus on being of service. The rest will take care of itself right? Connect, engage, convert. Keep it simple. Focus on the things that actually matter. And I always say that the number one thing, if you're an entrepreneur that wants to grow is mic time. So that can be on camera, like we are right now. It can be behind the mic on a podcast and get be behind the mic on someone else's podcast, do a TV appearance, a feature and a publication, but, you know, get, get behind the mic and and share your heart and your soul and do it imperfectly. And remember, Allow yourself to play in the playground of imperfect action. That's where life gets fun. When you are no longer obsessed with trying to be perfect and you're actually able to enjoy what you wake up in the morning and do every single day, because that's no longer the focal point. The focal point is how can you be of service to others? How can you make a difference?
0: Yeah. And I want you to write that down because it's so good. When you focus on the giving and the generosity and the connection and the engagement, The rest will take care of itself. That's where you spend all of your time. Okay, tell us where we can find you. Yeah, so Kelly Roach Official, connect on
1: Instagram, come say hi. Just like hit me in the DMs and say hello and I would love to connect with you. And if you wanna check out the podcast, it is the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show.
0: Kelly, I love you. I love that you're making time for us. I can't believe that you were able to fit it in. It was an absolute joy. Every second, it went by in three seconds.
1: Thank Absolutely. you so much. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Kathy, for having me.
0: Uh It's so good. She's so good. She gets me all fired up. I love Kelly so much. Okay. Here are the takeaways. Number one, life isn't about what you're handed or given. It's about what you can create. It's all a game of resourcefulness. Number two, release the focus on yourself. Instead ask yourself every day, how can I be of service to the world? How can I be of use with the gifts I've been given? Number three, allow yourself to play in the playground of imperfect action. It's better to do it perfectly imperfect. No one wants to do business with a Barbie doll. Number four, building a business is about connecting, engaging, and converting. Number five, when you make the offer, you're inviting people to the best party in the world. You're offering them the greatest transformation of a lifetime. You're giving them a one-way ticket to achieving their dreams. Number six, don't make decisions based on where you are. Make decisions based on. Where you want to be. Number seven, the only way you move from fear and uncertainty is through practice. Number seven, the only way to move from fear and uncertainty is through practice. Just like an athlete, you have to train for your business. Number eight, the dream was planted inside of you because you're meant to be the person who goes out in the world and fulfills it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening to my show. And supporting me. I know that you have a ton of things that you could be doing. It really means a lot that you're here. So thank you. There are so many awesome episodes coming up. So make sure you do subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify, wherever you're listening. And I'd love to hear what you think about the show. So if you have a chance, leave us a review because it helps other people to find the show. And don't forget, if you want to get my Dream Path Workshop for free, go to kathyheller.com workshop. I'll also say that tonight begins the Jewish New Year of Rosh Hashanah. So, for all those who celebrate, I wish you a Shana Tova. And for anybody who doesn't celebrate, just know that for Jewish people everywhere, we believe that this is on some level the birthday of the world, and um, and it's 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 a time of of renewal. It's it is a new year, even if it's not your new year, because the fall is always like that, right? Kids go back to school and, and really every day is a chance to sort of begin and, and be fresh. And so I wish everybody that feeling of new beginning and that feeling of possibility and that feeling of sweetness that this fall, this new year, this, whatever you're embarking on should be sweet and that you should just have only blessings. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you tomorrow. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.